I'm speaking with Chuck Durrett, and he's an architect in Nevada City, has been for many, many years, who specializes in co-housing. And Chuck, uh, I'm correct in saying you've designed co-housing projects all over the country. That's correct, right? True. About 55 now, including the one in Nevada City and Grass Valley. Yeah, which are become a stable part of the community for sure for many years. But there's some, there's one proposed in Auburn that um, you're playing your vital role and you as the designer of that is um, kind of being set up as somewhat of a uh, affordable housing um, project as well as regular co-housing. Tell us about this. Well, we are trying to make about 40% of the units below market and probably 60% will be about market. And um, it's challenging. Uh, we're going through, I just spent the morning with the contractor down on the site, and we're going through every line item, every every stick of wood, every lineal foot of sewer line and water line and all the rest and trying to figure out the most efficient way to accomplish it. I mean, uh, when you when you work with co-housing groups, you get super motivated to make them affordable because you learn these people and you you don't want them to drop out of the group because the house is too too expensive. So I'm highly motivated to make this project work on, on, a, on a less than average price. What is the involvement of Placer County and, and Auburn in this? Well, the biggest thing about Placer County is um, I've spent two and a half years negotiating from uh, with Placer County regarding the site price, and we're not quite there yet, but we're they're looking like they're going to give it to us for a very good price. So, and that because they're motivated to up their count of uh, affordable units in town, so. Their motivation is just what you hope to see from a county bureaucracy. They basically, from the beginning, were, how can we help you? In fact, they actually played a big role in initiating that project. They contacted me and said, Chuck, you know, we've been to Nevada City Co-Housing. We're highly motivated to make that kind of a high-functioning neighborhood in our county, mostly so we can point to it when other developers come along proposing just regular dumb sprawl. They can say, hey, look at that project. We'll see what they did in terms of energy efficiency and and land use, uh, you know, uh, water drainage and water usage um, and so many other things that, that we've accomplished there that they want to – in fact, use it as kind of a model project, but they want it to be in Placer County. They want a model project in Placer County. So they actually own the land. They own land. They own the land. They're selling it to us uh, this, um, as a, as a co housing group. And uh, this uh, November sixth and seventh, the co housing group will start to put the, themselves together as an entity. Now they're just a a group of interested folks who plan to live there. They're kind of a, they're spending some money, but it's. There's sort of a partnership by default, but after the Getting It Built workshop, they'll become a limited liability corporation. And I just want to say about the affordable housing, nothing gets people into affordable housing like being organized. I don't care if you're talking about subsidized housing or co-housing. Um, you know, when we did the project in Nevada City, the average price of a house in Nevada City was 500000 And we were able to create houses for 255 for people who, like 13 school teachers who worked in Nevada City and couldn't afford to live in Nevada City. So their involvement plays a big role. Everybody sees faces of people who want to make affordable housing, need to live, move to affordable housing, and um, and that personalizing the problem like that makes it prob- more probable. 
How about financing for a project like that? Do individual buyers have to come up with their own financing, or is there one entity that that they work with in financing the all of the units? Well, when it comes to financing the land, that won't be an issue here, I don't think. When it comes to financing the construction, um, the whole group will probably have to come up with a couple million one way or the other. And um, we might turn to Placer County to help us with some of that. But the point is that um, the bank needs to see that the group has got a lot of skin in the game. And I, again, I believe that's how it works. I, you know, we did the Davis co-housing and 23 out of 26 were first-time homebuyers. They didn't come up with a couple million, but they came up with a million. And they just learned how to save and, and get very resourceful when it came up, uh, when it came to uh, making a down payment. So... So to get the construction financing, it's going to be everybody on board. And then after that, it's going to be individual between the banks and the homeowner. So, Chuck, I guess the important question is what is the next step here and how can people kind of express their interest in this project? Well, I can't recommend enough. I mean, there is AuburnCoHousing.com, but I can't recommend enough that you get signed up for the Getting It Built workshop. It's a few hundred dollars. And this is where you you know learn how to be lean, mean, co-housing machine. Um, and make affordable housing. So um, if people say, well, I can't afford $450, then save your money for the next one because, again, being organized is how these projects get built. And once again, when is that uh, meeting going to be? November 6th and November 7th. And if you don't know much about co-housing, I can't recommend enough. I'm pretty sure that Harmony Books in Nevada City carries um, Creating Co-Housing by Catherine McCammett and myself. Um, which is about intergenerational co-housing and senior co-housing, which I wrote. Um, and uh, it tells you the whole story about senior co-housing. And the, the main thing I want to say about this project, among other things, there's a lot of nouveau groovy things about this project, but one that's really something, there's theoretically about 165, 170 co-housing projects now built in the U.S. And, and they're either senior co-housing or intergenerational co-housing. But as we find in intergenerational co-housing, <clears throat> like Nevada City, it's, moved in with 37 kids and 21 seniors, so it's both. And they're consciously embracing that at uh, the Auburn Co-Housing. They're recognizing that it's going to be those kind of numbers, and they want to make sure that it works really well for seniors and really well for families. How can people find out more about this? Well, I would call Sharon at 530-820-3500 or go to auburncohousing.com um, and um, worst case scenario can call our office number which is 530-265-9980 downtown Nevada City um, and I would at least get a copy of the book uh, Creating Co-Housing and Senior Co-Housing because therein lies the description of what you know we're talking about. We're talking about people who are highly motivated to create very high-functioning neighborhoods. And so by definition, co-housing includes things like some common dinners and, and things like that. There's no way to sustain community like breaking bread together with your neighbors on occasion. So all of that's included. It's, a, it's an idea that's been imported from Denmark where they take it really seriously, and, and we do too at the co-housing company. Chuck Durrett, thank you very much for speaking with KVMAR. Hey, Paul, it's always a pleasure. Thank you very much.